Welcome back to episode three for my opinion. You're welcome with myself and Miss Tony here. And uh, we appreciate uh, you joining us and having a good time with us. And again, I said this at the end of the show, we're going to have a number that you can contact for text messages, also our Twitter account. We'd love to engage with you, ask questions, have a lot of fun. So please take advantage of that. Tony. Hi, baby. You and your muscles. You've got such a smile on your face. Why don't you tell everybody what you're so happy about? It's the indictment. What were we singing before? Sing with me, baby. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Wow. That wow. fuck's indicted. Yes, he is, baby. But you do realize that doesn't mean anything, right? I now. don't know, but I, I find it very ironic. Now, I am not up on my current events. You know, I get all my info from the talk. But yeah. didn't he put that law in that if you're caught hiding documents, that it's minimum five years in prison? Didn't he? I'm not sure if he did or not, but there is a I law. I think he there. did, and I think one of us should Google that. I'm just saying. I got it. Well, the good thing is a lot of people are happy. And the fact is he he exposed or he stated that he was indicted before it actually came out. It's just an interesting way of someone doing it. Most people aren't going to do that. He put it out there that he was going to be indicted yesterday. and uh, But the good thing is, you know, well, let's see what happens now. Let's see if justice does well, prevail. I think it's either Monday or Tuesday. But I'm wondering, with his money, is he just going to go to Russia or someplace? He might have all the money, but his ego is bigger than anything. He's going to want to beat this. The man's a sick man. Come on, he's sick. I mean, anytime you keep doing what he's doing, he's it's not going to work. So other than your friend Trump, you know, you're happy that he's gone and everything. How's this week been? It's a good week. It's a good week. It's um, I'm ready for summer weather. Um, I mean, for June. But the good news is it's June. It's Pride Month. So it's not that hot for everybody at a parade. They're not melting, you know. So that's that's good. So what do you do for Pride Month? I used to, thanks baby, I used to go to the parades all the time. I yeah. mean, I went to every Pride Parade. I even Long Beach, uh, West Hollywood, of course, hello. Um, yeah, it's fun. I mean, I, I've been part of the community. I've been marching and protesting since the 70s. I mean, I've been a fag hag from way back. But um, I, so I think... Many people aren't going to know what that means, and other people are going to think it's derogatory. What is a fag hag? No, I learned it from gay men. Because but what is it, though? It's, it's a woman who loves and hangs with gay men. Your bestie's a gay man, so you're hanging with a gay man, you're a fag hag. So it's a positive thing. It's a fun oh, yeah, thing. Absolutely. It's a, it's a term yeah. of endearment. Yeah. Not yeah, yeah. that the Republicans and the white trash would think it no, was no, 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 something no. negative. No, no, oh, right. no. So you used to, so what do you do now? Um, just supporting I, and your supporting, friends. And, you know, I was, um, what do you call it? Not authorized. Or I was ordained some years ago because I performed a wedding for two women in West Virginia of all places. Now, honey, there's a phrase I never thought I'd say. By the power, you know, and better, I mean, in the state of West Virginia, I now present, you know. Can I, can I ask you a question? Where did, where did you get ordained at? Here. Yeah, online. No, no, online, where? Online. Uh, where? I don't know. The Ministry online. of the Sisters ass. I don't know. Um, so did this actually But for legit? Pride Month, I will, anybody who doesn't have family, I will perform your ceremony for you free of charge. You get in touch with me through my TikTok, um, the underscore mama underscore Tony, and it would be my pleasure. And I would hug you and be your stand-in mom if your family isn't with you. And I would recommend that you make sure that wherever she got this goddamn thing, that it's a legit. It is, because let me tell you, in certain states, you have to file different forms and stuff. And what did you file? I, I had to do everything in West Virginia. I mean, everything. So, yeah, it's it's legit. Did you have to pay to do it? Um, I don't remember. So you're it's only remember. ordained in the state of West Virginia? No, no, no. Oh. no. Nationwide. Nationwide. But different states have different requirements. So since now, I, now I didn't know that you were ordained. So do you? You didn't know that? Oh, I no. carried it in my fucking wallet. I got the card. So you didn't know that? <laughs> no, it's amazing what you find out. Yeah. So being ordained, besides that, what what does it do? Do you ever go do services or is it just to get, just to marry people? It's just to marry people. Oh, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. I'm not something Anybody I can get ordained, but a bit, but about done. You just have to file paperwork. That's you have to do. Well, at least there's something legitimate to it. Yeah, that always makes me nervous when you can get something through the freaking. It's like people who go get college degrees. 
I work in a field with a lot of doctors and therapists and stuff. And you find out you do your background check and they graduated. There's a Newport Beach University and they don't give out the degree that the doctors say that it's, it's amazing. So I just find it interesting, but well, that's, are they still together? This Oh, like 28 weeks notice with, uh, Sandra, Sandra Bullock. And he says, I want, I want a real lawyer, uh, Hugh Grant. And mm -hmm. she, he goes, where did you go to school? Harvard. Okay. That works. Like in other words, he didn't want the, you know, yeah, you know, the, I mean, well, are go. these two people still married? Eh, well, there you go. <laughs> Just no, like that anybody had nothing else. Nothing to do with it, but I'll, I'll tell you, it was such an honor for me. I That's was it. it should so be. moved. I was so moved. Yeah. Well, you find. Yeah. I mean, you got West Virginia, which is an interesting state, and you're doing something a lot of people don't think it should be done. It's kind of like something I came across, and I was going to share it. I wanted to share it. That you know, it's interesting that things that people do not choose. Number one, sexual orientation. Number two, right. gender identity. Number three, appearance. Number four, disability. Number five, my favorite, mental illness and their race. And all these people out there are knocking every one of these. Right. Because right. why? You're insecure. You're needy. You're, your family brought you up that way. You read the fucking Bible, whichever one you want to read. You're, uh, you You're getting pick swayed your by drag queens. Oh, my God. They read to you. You know, and, and it's, it's just interesting. Like I said the last time, when you want to negate people, then they have the right to negate you. If you work together, there is no such thing as a blanket policy, that, or there should never be a blanket policy. But these are things actually you cannot change. Think about it. your sexual orientation. You are who you are. It could take you 10 years, 15 years. My first girlfriend got married last, I don't know, maybe two years ago to the love of her life, another woman. She has five kids. And I can tell wow. you, she's probably the happiest she's ever been in her life. And it could take time. You might know it. You might feel it. You might not do it because of society or family. But God damn, at some point, you got to be happy. And I think it's right. wonderful that, you know, people just let it out there, what right. they are and who they are. But then again, we got everybody saying it's wrong. Well, you know, here's Many the thing. Many people, not everybody. I, you know, people say, well, what, why is it Pride Month? Why isn't it Straight Month? Because I don't need fucking permission to get married. I don't need permission to hold my lover's hand in certain states in public and declare it. I, I was watching In and Out yesterday as my my June homage. Have you ever in seen and it? Out? Oh the my hamburger God. place. Kevin Klein and oh, and, well, I, um, like, I thought you were the burger shop. Oh, what's shop. her name? Cusack. Cusack. She's so Joan Cusack. Everybody gay. It's the funniest fucking movie. But he had to come out. When you're straight, you don't have to say, Mom. Dad, there's something I have to tell you. I think another thing that's interesting is that it's sad and pathetic that we only have one month. You have uh, um, American uh, Black, Black History, History Month. Yeah. It should be 12 months. Because if you think about it, right. white people and people are celebrated 12 months out of the year. And, you know, there's a lot of things that people go through. But when you put it in a pigeonhole only a month, it's it, it's horrific to me. I think it's, but it's it's to bring awareness. I saw that it was pride up in Yosemite, and I have a friend who works up there who just so happens to be gay, and I have to text him and say, please tell me you were marching with butterfly wings or something through the fucking whatever that's called that mountain up there, you know. So. Mount Rainbow. Mount Rainbow. I like that. <laughs> well, you know, think about this. <clears throat> it's like your appearance. It's so sad that people revert to plastic surgery for the wrong reasons. Sometimes it's good for you. Sometimes it's necessary. And if you're doing it for the right reasons, but people have died. People die from having plastic surgery because they want to look better. Right. They want to appease somebody else. They think they're not attractive enough. But the reality are we are, we are what we look like. I mean, we okay, could lose all the weight in the world. Well, it's like I, I lived with someone for a little while once. I told her, I said, Jesus, mother of God, I'm going to go to the store. Why are you going to the store? I'm going to go get you some Jack Daniels. And she said, why? I said, because you are the meanest, ugliest, <laughs> drunk, dry drunk I've ever met in my life. You are cruel wow. as can be. Just because you stop doing something doesn't mean you change who you are. Just because we oh, change how we look doesn't drunk. mean who we are. And a lot of people think that it's just, that's going to be it. Or if I get a job that's going to give me a lot of money, I'm going to be happier. Right. Right. You know, if I get a car, people, if someone likes you because of your car, and there are a lot of people out there that like other people because of their car, how shallow are you? Beyond shallow. There's a movie that's out there you should look at. 
you know, and it's just, uh, I think it's called Shallow You or something. I think Shallow Hal. Shallow Hal, right by Shallow You. Yeah, that was the second episode. Um, yeah, Jack Black. And Jack Tony Black. And, Robinson's in it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the face, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, the girl that sells the vagina candles. She always looks like she just had a fucking steaming bowl of shit for breakfast. I'm sorry. She just says that. No, 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 no. Explain now. Because I, I, a steaming okay. bowl of shit. That, she has it. You mean resting bitch face? Yes. Oh, okay, yes. I just, I always find when people. <laughs> just, it's like my mother's favorite. You know, it's colder than a rat's ass. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to figure that one out. <laughs> a gold digger's mine. I'm like, what is a gold digger's mine? A gold cold, digger's. Gold. No, she would say gold diggers because she was talking about people who wanted money. Yeah, my, my, oh, my mom, God bless her. She had sayings. My great grandma used to say she had a kid. He died of everything. You know, Johnny Angelo, he died because he didn't put his jacket on. Johnny died because oh, he didn't yeah, take his meds. Yeah. Johnny died because he put one shot. Well, that's like, generational. Don't cross your eyes. They're going to stick. Oh, yeah. Don't you swallow know. gum because it will grow in your stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If you ever see, my, my uncle was such a the prick. The watermelon seed. You, you bastard. in your belly. He told us, he used to tell us if we saw a black widow, they have the red bellies. If you see one, don't move because they could outrun humans. <laughs> so you'd see a group of us kids in the back on the farm just, you know, and then he'd come out laughing. It's like, you prick. You know, you caused damage that I still today... On the June 9th of 19, whatever year is this, 2023, I see spiders. I, I, I'd rather have you punch me. I will walk across the street. I will cry like a five-year-old boy. Yeah. I will do whatever. Spiders and bugs scare the crap out of me. How about you? Indiana Jones it? I, I, don't, I don't, yeah, I don't like bugs at all. But when I was little, we started riding horses when I was six years old. And my dad told me, and to this day, I don't know if it's true and I don't want to know, that the horse sees you 10 times bigger than you were. So at six fucking years old, we had a, um, uh, oh my God, a Palomino that was 16 hands high. I don't know how big, it's really fucking big. So as a kid, my arm was straight up just to get the bit. And I'd be like, come on, like ordering this. How'd you do that? Oh yeah, yeah, I'd walk everything because I thought that I was tough shit. I've been on horses three times. You made me Broken feel arm, this. broken leg, no. and the other one laid down on me. They smelled me like... It's just coming, you know. It's like I'm scared. Even if they're at the oh, zoo, I love them. I'm scared. They're beautiful animals from a distance, and they're great to bet on if you like to bet. I, you know, I mean, they're, they're beautiful animals. Can't have one in a long time. So, you know, one of the things is we're talking about, and we've talked about this before, is when, like money, it's interesting how money makes everything go round. I don't give a shit what you are, who you are. In sports, we have golf, we have the PGA, and we have this other organization called Live, and it's backed by the Saudi Arabian uh, organization. A lot of money, they can buy anything in the world. Well, they just joined, and for the last year, they've been at each other's throats and everything, and it's all about money. Mm -hmm. And so now people are upset that the Saudi Arabians are now part of the PGA. Well, you have all these major corporations that do business in Saudi Arabia. So the hypocrisy that we have in this country, you know, oh, when everybody, yeah. it's like the families from 9-11, bless them, that was something that was a tragedy. But I really believe this. If you think just because that tragedy happened to you and your family that someone else has to suffer when they have an opportunity to do better for themselves and their family, then that's pretty selfish and self-centered because all these families now are upset with uh, PGA, Golf, PGA Golf saying they're taking blood money. Well, here's the thing. We all know if we're somewhat educated how other countries live, how they treat women, how they have rules and stuff. So we engage with them. We engage with them. And so to be mad at someone because they're doing something to better their family, but your family lost because of that organization, it's kind of hard for me to say, okay, you're right. You have the right to suffer. But again, think about this. How many families, and I don't know the answer off the top of my head, received money from family members who passed away for 9-11? I believe there were quite a few families that got money. You think about it. I find it interesting that if your family member passes away, you're willing to take money because they died. Yeah, I, I just, I could never do it. I don't know what but, that. But, but the thing know. is they did. So, I mean, you think about it, we live in such a hypocritical world where when it comes about money, people get upset and everybody has to survive. And sometimes you're going to take money. Like people, you talked about Big Pharma. Without Big Pharma, a lot more people would be dead. It's done an amazing job for people. Without right. insurance company, people would be dead. Without hospitals, I'm now they're all saying, got their own criminal activity. Why does it have to be in this country? You know, again, on TikTok, I see what it costs to get things done in other countries, in the hospital and stuff. It's nothing like this country. Why are my blood thinners 
600, if I didn't have insurance, if I didn't have insurance, they'd be 600 bucks a month for 30 little teeny tiny pills. Why? What countries are you talking about? Because if you look at our population and you look at our gross income. Thailand. um, Not as big as the United States when it comes to the issues and everything that we have here and what we do and how we support any, any other country uh, you I could okay but do you realize I also that a lot of the, done. a lot I of those meds aren't covered to- a lot of those meds aren't covered we have FDA a lot of other countries don't have the guidelines we have that's one reason okay but then again so the the blood thinners you have have you tried to get them from another country no but i have insurance I'm- okay so your complaint is what my complaint is I think we can do better. Why is it that I can get on an airplane and fly to Turkey, stay in a hotel, see a dentist, come back, and it's cheaper than me seeing a dentist here? I can't answer that. But let me ask you a question. Are you willing to take the chance that if you go there, you have the work done, you come back to the United States and something goes wrong? I don't know. I, I look at, I mean, if, if instead of, we have to have solutions. We can we question right, everything. Exactly. So what solutions I, would you have? Well, then I it's above my pay rate, but I don't understand why why it costs so much and why Big Pharma regulates. Like when I was in the hospital, I couldn't I was, you know, I was up there to pick up a prescription, whatever, and I couldn't pick up my pain meds because I had another two days until I could get them. And I said, But the doctor ordered them, but they can't give it to you. It's just, why is the pharmacy running that and not my doctor? How does a pharmacy trump, trump oh God, I hate to use that word, but how does a pharmacy trump my physician? That's the part that... Did you ask? Ask who? Ask the pharmacy why you can get it. Because it, you just can't. You can't, because that's the law and that's the way it is. The pharmacy trumps the physician. Well, I that think baffles One me. thing, my sister-in-law worked at a pharmacy, and one thing is... Uh, that they can only give out meds. Like, say if they give you 30 meds, they can't give you meds again until those 30 are gone. Right. So there's different reasons. They're held responsible. If the doctor says that, you know, say if the doctor wrote it today but says on the thing, don't give them until the 11th. I've had that happen before where I've gone to pick them up, and they said, well, the doctor's order said it's not available until two days from now. So I look at, okay, what the doctor does. I mean, there's many different reasons. But the thing is, we can get mad and complain, but how do we come up with solutions? We could bring it on something to the public, but what solution would you think could happen? Because you, you say that it's about pay grade. That's, anything's about my pay grade. Fuck it, I'm giving my opinion on right, everything. Right. So if we find a I solution. Just, but there are certain drugs, it's the same fucking drug here and there. Why does it cost so much here and not there? You know, I, I don't have an answer. Yeah, me neither. And <laughs> the reality is, and this, you and I go over this. It is what it is. Right. We can ask our questions and all that, but it's never going to change in that respect. The same thing with anything when it comes to money. I mean, look at you used to work at a restaurant, and they closed. Didn't give you guys much of a anything when they closed. It was kind of like, hey, we got to close. Hi, goodbye. You guys have been there. Some of you've been there 15, 20 years. Look oh, at the way you were treated. Some of them were there a lot more than that. Yeah. yeah. And look at I the way you were for treated. That particular restaurant off and on for twenty five years. And it was about money. The guy was a prick. He got all the money in the world, and he treated you guys like crap. But who made his money? That's the thing that always makes it interesting for me. It's like we did with sports. Like you guys are going to the game tonight, and it's really cool. The WNBA, the WNBA, the girl, the female basketball, uh, women's pros. And up until maybe three years ago, four years ago, a lot of um, men's owners owned the teams. Now they've changed. The women have insurance. The women are making more money. You know, they don't have to go to Russia and get arrested like Brittany Griner in that situation oh or have to God. jeopardize themselves. But, but, yeah. but the thing is, it's about money. Fuck. It's about money. Well, it, here's the thing. You go to a different country, you know the laws, and you freely are going to break them, and you know what's going to happen? Please. What happened to her was wrong, but you know what you're doing. You're not an ignorant person. You've right. been going there for years. Right. So for anybody to say, and at least in my opinion is, for anybody to say that it was wrong, it's wrong to a degree. But if you know what's going to happen, why do you, why, why, why chance it? I, I think that's the my level opinion. they took it to. Oh, the level they saying. took it to is beyond that's what effing I'm ridiculous. I mean, there isn't a rock star out there who hasn't got busted in another country for doing something stupid. But here's the thing, too, that's interesting about that is everybody bitches about something in this country. Brittany Geiner never was pro-America, had a lot of negative things. Every fucking person around, I got shit to say about America. I, we all get pissed off and say something because she's in the public eye. They're like, oh, she didn't care. We don't know what the woman thought. Well, that's all the like, fact is she just treated I, I feel like a for pawn. The kids who 
growing up with social media. I think I grew up before that and did a lot of fucking stupid shit in the 70s. Now, you've said that now twice on two shows. Can you <laughs> share that with us? Because, again, there's no proof. I was a party animal back then. What'd you do? A lot of things I shouldn't have done. Hey, I've on committed a, a lot of crimes basis. I shouldn't have done to somebody else's eyes, but in my eyes, they were fun. Yeah, and, but today, it's it's all over the place. Somebody does something, you know. So what do you think about that? Do you think that... Well, you know, this, hey, let's put it this way. How many celebrities do you honestly think that don't know what they're doing when they get their picture or video? Let's get fucking real. Anybody in you the public side. You always have to assume that it's I mean, there. everybody knows that you're going to be looked at. Yeah. So why not? And I was talking with her earlier, I think Jai and I were talking, and talking about people that, uh, you know, know what's happening or, or what's going to happen. Uh, and they go to, whether it's addiction, I always find it interesting with addiction. And a lot of people have the problem, but their careers are like shitty. So almost forgive me for what I've done because of my drugs. It's like there's this guy named Bam. He was on Jackass, Bam something. Yeah, here's a guy. The only time he's ever been in the news over the last five or six years is because he goes into rehab. They can't find him. They think he's dead. He leaves. It's like, how irrelevant are you? Mm. And drugs are keeping you in the spotlight. And you're, that's how people know about you. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you've got to have something else for yourself. I truly believe Rather than always, because we deal with it. We, like we were talking well, about. I think, and they're, they're wired different. I mean, I look back, I, I booked a Broadway series. Who's wired different? Who? Young chil oh, children, 20 okay. year olds today. I booked a Broadway series national tour when my daughter was three years old. I was older. Name, I was, title, what was the show? Uh, Tony and Tina's Wedding, of course. Look at me. And, um, and I remember calling. My mother used to come out in the winters so that I could work around the fucking clock, bank my money. So I only had to work four nights a week raising my child. So um, I called her and I go, you know how you come out in the winter all the time? Yeah, yeah, how about do you want to extend that a little bit? And I'll never forget my brother-in-law, my sister's husband, high school sweetheart still together. And he said, take the gig, we'll figure it out. And so I drove, my mother met me in Louisville. That was our first city. And I drove with a three-year-old alone back then, 25 years ago, 26 years ago, with a map and I went out and got myself my first like you know MasterCard visa whatever you know new since before marriages or whatever so I got the credit card and I got a map and that was it there was no cell phones okay I, I don't no mean to stop you what do you mean before marriages what? well when I years ago not my daughter's father I I had businesses I was married oh, okay. I had credit cards so then you know you get rid of everything you start again oh okay. so I had to get a major credit card you know because I had to get and I got AAA I got a credit card, AAA, and a fucking map, and I drove that baby across okay. country, and we had a blast. But today, I just think that you see the phone, and the, you know, and look, it's like you got to use your head sometimes. I don't know that. Have you seen kids, a map in the last five years? I think the kids born at this time don't know how to do so many things that you might need to do. For instance, you mentioned I worked in a restaurant when it'd be raining and thunder and lightning. I'm like, print your fucking checks out. Because, baby, when that computer goes down, they don't know how to write a fucking check. They no. can't, you know. Uh, they, we live with brilliant minds due to technology, and they can't do common sense shit. And it's great. Shit. I'm not putting down technology. One no. of the things I do is I'm a writer, and I love it. I fucking ask whoever. Well, you should find time. every which way to make something happen. Right. I, that, that's the truth. I mean, because a lot of people rely. Toby's mom. We went to a trip to see my family to Tahoe, and I lived in Northern California. I know Northern California. On the way back, she told me to go GPS. I said, no, I go this way. Oh, my Lord. It was like, it was, it was one of the worst rides I've ever had in my life because I wouldn't use GPS. Now, was she right? Fuck yes, she was right. But I, because I knew what I was doing at that time, it still was the same thing, but it was traffic. You go 99, you go I-5. You go to Tahoe, you get the hell out of the woods. Right. And, you know, so some of people don't want to. And now I've learned to embrace everything that can help me, uh, right. except for shit that comes up on my computer, like the gingerbread man. That and you I mean, out. you can look up reviews and stuff. I mean, when I was with my kid going through, especially southern states, I had a going California reviews of what? Hotels, restaurants. Oh, whatever. now you can. Yeah. But back then I got a I got a California plate in a New York mouth and I'm going through the deep south, baby. <laughs> that was but that the, you was know, but here's some the scary thing. stuff. Back then, the way you did it was sophisticated. The way you did it is how everybody did. You get a map, you do that. So that's what you had. Now, who, what's going to happen 50 years from now? 
You press a button on the back of your head and shit happens. I mean, we don't know, so you go along with it. Let me ask you a question. Just have a look. What do you think of Bigfoot? Okay. <laughs> I think it could be. How do we know that it's not? Well, I want to introduce you to Bigfoot. Can you... Uh, Show my friend here. This this is I have friends. Something gonna fucking come Please out turn wall. around and look at this beautiful video. Now Bigfoot is coming. Oh God, Jesus God. And I'm blind. <laughs> and I'm blind. What the fuck this does that is, have to do with Bigfoot? Because today I'm talking to a friend when I'm driving in. And we were talking about him going up into the mountains in a certain part of the country, and there was no one there. So he said that he just takes his clothes off and walks everywhere. And then I'm like, well, send me the video. And I almost, literally, I told him, I said, fucking his name here. I said, I almost crashed the car, but he said he goes up, takes and his clothes off, and walks. Showed it. Yeah, I just wanted to let you know that's what Bigfoot exists. okay with that? I don't just... give a fuck if he is or not. Mother of course God. he is, because I asked him to not show the crack of his ass or his face. I saw his ass. Yeah, but we can edit. That's see technology, oh, not we. Okay. Let's put it yeah. that way. They can. But I just wanted to cure if you now in real world. Do you actually think he exists? I think there is so much stuff out there that we don't know about, especially when it, the ocean more so than land. But I, I mean, just asked about Bigfoot. I'm not worried about the ocean or land. I mean, it could be. It could be some fucking hybrid something, <laughs> some fucking kind of bear that can walk or so. I don't know. Oh, but I guarantee you. Have you, you, that, have you ever seen a bear that can't walk? I guarantee you that a fucking tourist will go up and try to take a selfie with it. Have you seen these people that try to walk up to buffalo? Have you seen a buffalo in person? They're I've seen a huge. I've I've driven through the Badlands and stuff. Their head is bigger than my torso. I mean, There's I thought it was going to hump the car, thinking it was a mate or something. These things are huge, and people will just think, oh. Well, they, they tell you, be, no cage, if you get near a bear, you just stand. Uh, not all bears. Well, which one? Since you're a bear expert, the brownies, I'll the tell bite? You, tell if it's If it's brown, lay down. If it's black, fight back. If it's white, good night. First of all, where do you see a white bear? The only white bear is a polar bear. Exactly. And That's how many why people do you see white, in polar? Good night. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The sad thing is probably somebody made that up and you're just believing it. I'm telling you what I'm telling you. <laughs> um, you ever been on a safari? My, 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 little, my, my niece, who is now over in, um, oh, fucking Ireland. Uh, the, the, the movie in Ireland. What was the name of that movie? One word. Ireland. Brave? No, no, recently. Recently. Anyway, she's in Ireland now. Is she's this the one with Colin Farrell? No. She's in Ireland now, nothing to do with movies, doing a, uh, Belfast, doing a, um, she's an artist. They asked her to come out. She's mm -hmm. going to speak, show her work, blah, blah, blah. She does environmental stuff. She does women's stuff. So she was, um, went on an expedition once because they wanted her to do one on the Arctic Circle. And there was a person with them on tour with them that was paid to be a polar bear lookout person. And in the Arctic Circle, it is the law that you leave your keys in your car because if a polar bear comes, baby, you take anybody's car that's there. And my little niece is under 100 pounds, and I was like, baby, you're like a fucking amuse-bouge. You're not even an appetizer. You fucking stick with Back that Back it team. up, mouge bouge What the hell's a mouge bouge, -bouge is no, something delicious. It's one bite. It's just a taste of something. Like an hors d'oeuvre. Yeah. Thank you. But even small, but it's a one biter. It's a one hey, biter. No, I don't give a, now see, now, I, there's many ways I could think you could use that, but uh, say it again. Hors d'oeuvre. A mouge bouge. There it is. Sounds like a bougie white person. A mouge bouge from my sister. It's Adam. a fuck, I saw it on a cooking show. You know, everything I learn, I learn on TV or TikTok. So you grew up. <gasps> and where I am now, where I'm staying, they have Apple TV. Honey, nobody has Apple that I know. Apple, the writing, I'm watching. You've got friends that can see you from other states. You've got friends that travel around the world. You've got friends that have okay. a lot of issues, but nobody has Apple TV. Most people don't have Apple. So I get very excited when I stay at somebody's house with Apple. I'm watching the morning show. Best writing I've seen in a long time. Is that kind of like time. the uh, Plan B? What is that? It's uh, Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston and, oh, I forget his name. Uh, anyways, okay. men. 
Is it a good show? The best writing I've seen since Breaking Bad. Really good writing. And what else is on Apple? Um, uh, what is it called? Is it platonic or it's like a just friends thing with mm-hmm. uh, it, very good. Uh, it'll come to me. Only thing I've seen on Apple, it's called C with Jason Momoa where everybody's blind and then the people, they find some people that can see, but there's some really good movies on that. Yeah. I pay for Apple, but I don't know where the hell it's at. I can't figure it out on my TV. So Apple TV. Yeah, yeah. I only have like Amazon and all the free apps. That's all yeah. I do. And then, you know, when I hang out at somebody's house, I watch their stuff. Oh, and I'll tell you what I discovered. Did I tell, talk about this? Did I tell you last time about that show, Vicious, that you I mentioned found on it. YouTube? Yeah. Oh, my What's God. What's it about? It's two older gay men that have been together about 50 years, and they are hysterical. And their best friend, fag hag, you know. It's so hysterical because the British can say anything because when you say it with an accent, it's just better. It's a lot better. Yeah. Some, well, some accents are really good. Some are pain. Let me ask you a question. You grew up... In New York, mm-hmm. you grew up with a two-parent household. Mm-hmm. So you also raised your daughter in a one-parent household. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, kids growing up? Because we're talking about technology and all these different things. I grew up with one parent. Um, you know, and there are a lot of people say that, well, having one parent, you know, you don't get what you can if you had two. Well, fucking no shit. But the reality is sometimes it's worse to have two parents Absolutely. than it is to have one. Absolutely. So as a, as a mom, being a single parent, I know you talked about how tough it is and everything. Do you think that your child missed out on anything? Or how do you think it is when... I think I overcompensated. I think in hindsight now, she's 29, I think I overcompensated because I had the single parent guilt. Mm-hmm. When I was at work, I felt guilty I should have been at home. When I was at home, I felt guilty I should have been at work. And like I said earlier, I waited tables so I could make my bills in four nights a week. Yeah. And then when my mother came out for the winter because I said, Ma... Where are you going to do your winners now? Come on, come to L.A. What are you, crazy? She'd be at home with the baby, and I'd work like a fucking animal yeah. while she was there. I, yeah, I think it's interesting that people, when you talk about growing up in a one, because I grew up, like I said, never had a dad, met him twice in certain situations, raised by three women. And, you know, I always tell people, I don't know what it's like to have a dad, so I don't know what I missed. And I right. think that comes about, like, a lot of things, everything I think we talk about comes full circle in things, because, like, when we had technology, whatever it was when we were younger, nowadays, it's always going to continue changing. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to kids that grow up in a, a, one per, a, per, a one adult family, whether it's a male or a female, if you don't know what it is, all you have is the take on what it is to have a mom, what it is to have a dad, what it is maybe to have a dad that's right. gay or a mother that's a, a gay. People say, oh, I felt guilty I didn't bring up my kid in a normal household. What's normal? What? I watched a beautiful documentary on Pink. And it shows how she tours, and she—they're like a family of gypsies. She calls them because they—they're—they're they're all loving. They're together. Her kids, her husband—they all come on the road. That's those babies normal. They're playing in the stadium because Pink only plays stadiums, baby. Well, you hit on that. What is normal? Normal yeah. is what you make it. Because think about it: the people who define normal are politicians, or the religious people, right. or the people who don't—who don't really have the ability to have their own opinion. That's what gets me when everybody's opinion is based upon somebody else's ignorance. And we have that. Right. I mean, think about it. People who, uh, we talked about the Bible, they continue talking about the Bible, how you got to do this, you got, Jesus, God, how much sex was in the Bible? How many people were sleeping with their, their son's wife when their son died? I mean, you know, you have all these different things and no one looked bad at it. If we lived the life that people lived in the Bible, there'd be a lot of people going to prison nowadays. Oh, and the Old Testament, all I know is they were slaughtering animals all the time. Why? They were hungry. But, but sacrificing and stuff. Well, I'm sure they, they ate them. But then again, remember, that's what they knew. Do you have a spirit animal? It's probably a dove. Why a dove? I have no fucking idea. I know. I, if I have a spirit animal, it's probably extinct. I have no idea. What's your spirit animal? You know what mine is. Come on. Think about it. You've been to my apartment. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm on the phone with this lady one day. She's like, I got to find these. I got to find I'm like, okay, well, calm down. She goes, I went there and they had them. And then I'm like, what? <laughs> fucking flamingos. Yes. First of all, that's not an animal that you have a spirit. What, what, what is a flamingo? First of all, do you know what you call a group of flamingos? Flag. No, and for Pride Month, it's a flamboyance. Ta-da! <laughs> yeah, they're you wonderful. Should. And you know what? They're, tell just, them, I mean, they're just a little off. They're pink and they don't care what anybody else thinks. And their knees bend backwards to ours. You do so realize most animals aren't 
thinkers. <laughs> number well, one. I, I, so wait, but what what you said spirit animal, what is how do you know how do you know it's your spirit animal? Do you choose it? I chose it. Or does it go it with your birth sign? It goes no, I chose it because What's your birth sign? I'm um a Pisces right on the Aquarius cusp. Cusp people are insane. Well, I'm a Scorpio. I have no idea what mine is. You so, must be so on the So we cusp. could just <laughs> you just say I was on the uh I was on the spectrum. Is that what you just said? That Either way. <laughs> I'm sure there are people who back that up. But wait a second. So a spirit animal is just something you pick? Well, Educate I, me because I, I want to pick sure, an animal. No, I, I don't want to like. stomp on Native Americans because they're stomped on by everybody. It's a very holy thing. I'm not saying anything like that. To me, a spirit animal is an animal that I look to and like something about them, that a quality that I want. So a flamingo is pink. It's fabulous. It's a flamboyance. And it's just a little quirky. With those backwards knees, you know, it just looks a little different. And there's always a wait. One like more time. <laughs> there's always like a flock of. Them. First of all, let's get something straight. You're never going to be pink. But I you're like flamboyant. to wear pink. You like to wear pink. Well, you're going to wear your pink galoshes, not boots today, right? But no, they're fabulous pink boots that I got to go to China, but I got canceled because of COVID. But I bought these fabulous pink boots. Okay. So I'm a little curious. So you chose that animal over anything else. So someone breaks into your apartment and says, what is your spirit animal? You're going to yell flamingo. Flamingo, yeah. I used to like tigers. No one's like when I was you. a little kid and you go to the circus, my favorite part of the circus was at the end when they'd have that big disco ball and the beautiful tiger sitting up on it. There was something so majestic mm. about that. Wait that a second, was my wait favorite a second. part of the circus. You just said about the Bible killing animals. Don't you think that's animal cruelty at the circus? Yes, Aha! but when I'm six years old, everything's matter. about me. Entertain me. Show you don't think about other things like little kids. They drag the kid on the lead. The so the justification the is know. you were sick. I'm just checking. Absolutely, just checking yeah. what it is. I was a kid. No, today I don't think I. You ever killed an animal? Personally, to eat. Well, no. You know, I'm a hypocrite like everybody else. I see it under the nice fucking saran wrap in the case. Could I go out and kill an animal and eat it? Probably not. I'm a hypocrite. I don't eat Why are you that much animals these days anyways. Yeah. But I, and especially a highly intelligent one, like I don't know that I'll ever eat pork again because they're so smart. I, I won't eat calamari. Well, okay, wait, octopus, wait, is it, is not it, calamari, calamari squid. I won't eat octopus because they're so smart. And you get this information from where? Google it. It tells you it's smart. An octopus is a problem solver. If I put an octopus in a jar with a lid, that bitch would get out. They're problem solvers. And they have personalities. They're very playful. Hmm. Uh, that's interesting. I mean, <laughs> I've always been that person that, you know, that Why don't, don't we kill. eat dog in this country? Because they're domestic. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. There dogs. are people who eat dog in this country. And there are people really? who eat horse in this country. And there are places that sell that in oh, this country. Oh, yeah, you used to be able to get horse meat in Jersey. Ugh. But, yeah. Horse meat in Jersey? Mm -hmm. Where? It's Sorry. fucking Jersey, probably mm -hmm. everywhere. I don't know. Have you ever had horse meat? Not to my knowledge. <laughs> You'd be a great fucking witness. <laughs> well, Not to my knowledge, y'all. Uh, I've never saw I've eaten it. at fast food, so who the fuck knows what you're eating? You're eating dicks, lips, tips, everything. Most people would think maybe animal. You go to dicks. <laughs> You go to dicks for a lot of things. Is that like your spirit not, toy? Not so much anymore. <laughs> My memory, correct? 12 years? In a long time. At least 12. At least. Probably more. Again, you have a new career, but you just don't want to flourish in it. You don't want to admit to yourself that you can. Oh, my God. I, I got one. I got one. I got one. I discovered something years ago that I thought was the most well-kept secret on the planet. Years ago, over 30 years ago, Michael Collier. Do you know who that is? Yes, I do. Okay. He saw me doing stand-up in a club and asked me to do his club. Mm -hmm. Happened to be down in um, Crenshaw. So I was like, absolutely. Tell people who Michael Collier is. Oh, he was one of the first winners of Star Wars. He won $100,000, donated half of it to the homeless uh, situation in Venice Beach. He was from or performed at Venice yeah. all the time. He was a lovely gentleman. We, those of us who started out, I started out with Carly Spurk and Sherry Shepard. We hit three open mics a night. I mean, in one night we could be doing a gay bar in West Hollywood to a, a Mexican biker bar in East LA to a cowboy uh, bar in uh, Chatsworth. So you just stage time when you start. Yeah. So Michael saw me performing in this club in Santa Monica, asked me to do his club. So I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said, can you do my radio show first? I go, sure. 
So I got on a Crenshaw, did the radio show, show. I got a few hours to kill. So what do I do? I go to the movies. Dennis, it was the best well-kept secret on the planet. I was the only person that wasn't black in the movie theater. I never had more fun in my life. First of all, the lights go down. The um, coming attractions come on. There's food coming out. I can't tell you. There's Chinese food. There's one woman, I'm sure, pulled two Cinnabons out of her bra. Who's eating? Every, this gorgeous young man, like two, three seats over, was eating wings. And so I thought, okay. So I pulled out my, just in case of emergency, meatball parmesan sub. And the kid's looking at my sub. I'm looking at his wings. I break off half, give half to him. He gives me his wings. And I thought, I have found my people. But even more than the food, when the film started, nobody had indoor voices. Everybody's yelling at that screen like I yell at my screen in my living room. Oh, no, I told you not to go in there. Girl said, that's what you get now. That's what, didn't I tell her? Yes, I did. I thought this is more entertaining than what's on the fucking screen. It's the best thing in the world. So what age were you when you first went to that movie? Um, This was over 30 years ago. So for a period of time, you never got to see what the movie was? For a period of time, I only went to movies in black neighborhoods. <laughs> I, I just want to, I just want to, I'm curious. Okay. You said the people brought food, but here you are with an emergency. The big word there was an emergency. Just in case of emergency. <laughs> so did you carry a sandwich with you every fucking place? Because Fred Flintstone does that. that and I, I was just... doing the radio show and I knew I had time in between. I didn't know the neighborhood. So I had a little something, something in my purse. You know what? Any experience you can have from a cultural point of view, you should go and enjoy and I'm sure he must have thought that was like, what is this old Italian woman doing with a meatball Parmesan her purse, you know? So you discovered the theater. That's what you're discovering? I discovered going to a movie theater in a black neighborhood is the most entertainment. I don't know if this is a bad thing I'm saying, but it's the most fun I had. Why ever. would it be and bad? I don't know. Was it like, oh, you shouldn't say that? I don't know. But it's true. It's the most fun I ever had at the movies. Because my kid always is embarrassed by my mouth. Oh, we were on an airplane once, and it was a six-hour flight. We hadn't taken off yet, and we're sitting here, and there's three kids, little blonde kids in front of us, under the age of six, jumping, kicking, making noise, and I see two rows up on the right. A white woman looks just like the kids. I was so pissed because as a mom, you put the fucking six-year-old over there, and you sit with the young ones. He's in eyesight. You're fine. So I tap the six-year-old, and, and he goes, what? I go, Go tell your mom she's a whore. My fucking kid got so mad at me. I was like, what? She goes, we got to be on the flight for six hours. I go, but she's a fucking whore. She should be, you know. So, I mean, there's a time to yell and make noise, and there's a time to be quiet. And you thought that was the time to make I noise. I thought kids shouldn't be jumping up and down and kicking, and the mother's so sitting there what, all with her headphones what enjoying did this, life, and I'm watching What did this whore do? She didn't do shit. She stayed where she was with her headphones, enjoying her mm-hmm. life. That's back to little kids when they're out in public and their parents don't do anything. And Oh, my God. I just hate that. Like dog owners, too. They're walking their fucking dogs. Not yet. It's not hot. But come July, I don't want to see them in the middle of the afternoon on the blacktop. If you, can't, the put, if you can't put your cheek on it, they can't put your paws on it. Is that an unwritten rule in dog That's world? That's the law. That's the law. If you can't put your cheek on it, they can't put their paws on it. Well, you have a lot of ignorant people. Ser- seriously, people should have to take a test to have a baby. And right. people should have to take some certain... Well, there actually are more things that you need to do to have dogs nowadays. Because I tried to right. get a dog at a shelter. Yeah. <laughs> and they said I didn't pass the FBI background check. I'm like, seriously, people. For a dog. For yeah. a dog. And, they're like, and they were, they were 100%... You, when you see a car with a dog in it, and there's a note on the windshield, Harold's fine, the air conditioner's on. Oh, yeah. He has a water bowl in his fridge. But then you see kids dying in cars. It's, it's, there's nothing wrong with loving an animal, but when that animal, to me, becomes your whole world to where you disassociate from other people, and that happens a lot, where people, they put, right. we had a, a person come into a treatment program once, she had a Great Dane, and the Great Dane, she went through divorce, it was the last thing, and she paid $20,000 a month cash to have her dog with her for three months in treatment. She wasn't gonna come to treatment without the dog. And it was just like, wow, because the dog eventually passed and it was very difficult for her. But it says a lot about a person. And it's just me personally, because animals are loving. Animals are great. They're nurturing. Our lives change. But how are you as an individual when you give all that love to an animal? Number one, you don't give it to yourself. And you don't do it with other people. Look, we've all been hurt. We've all got trauma. We've all got that. But when you choose to 
put that animal number one only because what? The animals never betrayed you. Because they're hiding. They're, the animal doesn't care a, how fat I am, what I make, what I drive, who I know, who I blow. The animal don't care. Well, I don't think many animals are going to worry about who you blow. I mean, you're always throwing That's a dick. That's what you got out of that. <laughs> yeah, because you, you, we're talking about things serious. You had dick earlier. Now it's blowing. But then again, here's a go. You ever been in a room having sex and the animal's in there? And you know the animal's in there because the animal thinks it's going to partake. No, the animal's not going to partake. I, I had you beg to differ. <laughs> I beg to differ. They, they not partake, but try. I was with someone once, and I'm, we're laying there, and the next thing you know, she's like, "Your mouth is on my mouth," and something, and the dog was just starting to, and I was like, "Oh my god, let me get the camera!" But anyhow, no, it's just like you just see these things. I'm just your mind goes to sex, mine goes to food. That's you know what a combo. Well, mine, look at me, I go to food too. But dogs, I I was with three large male German shepherds watching them. Can you, can you, oh, watching them. Watching them. Okay, I just and want to make sure. I just, I was just doing laundry today at somebody else's place and I took my compression socks, very sexy, you out just, of the washing machine wow. and the foot is completely Shh, wait. eaten out of one. That dog took my sock because oh, it has wow. your scent on it. I was just envisioning a percu per percussion? What are they called? <laughs> compression Compression. Sock. What the hell's compression? It just... No, it, I... I, I know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's but like that a, dog, like a, a tight you know, vagina? they'll eat, they'll eat the crotch out of your panties if you leave them around and they'll eat the foot off your So explain sock. the crotch out of the panties. Because that's your scent. Well, you got scent on your shoe. You got scent on your shirt. Why the panty crotch? That's dogs like that. They like it. My dog, <laughs> when he got older, was very uh, agoraphobic. So when we go out, I would leave like um, a t-shirt that I had worked in. You know, I used to wear a wife beater underneath yeah. my clothes. And um, some my waitress apron because I had lots of food smells and I put it in the back for him to cuddle up on and feel secure. Now see, if there are any women out there that want to be in my life, I would love for you to do that for me. <laughs> I'll be so loyal. You'll never have to worry. But I'm talking about the panties, not the goddamn animals. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'll fucking mighty. Oh, but you know, isn't it true though when it comes to animals and it comes to humans and you walk around watching people think it's funny watching a dog try to hump somebody yeah. or that they do you know, they get very inappropriate and yeah. it's it, but it is what it is. You I'm know? in a house now, two dogs and two cats and the dog will hump the cat. Well, I mean, it's just, yeah. Hold on. Do we have a video? <laughs> no, we can't turn the video for that one. Oh, that's right. And I'm not going to yell at them and shame them. It must be something they do, but I don't have to watch. Well, you think it. about it. You ever watch the movies on nature and stuff and they'll show a lion humping another lion for like three minutes as they are in the nature. He sneaks up. Oh, lions have a lot of sex. He gets excited. And bang! Or a frog. Like, I don't really care to watch these little insects do it, you know? Or, or the big ones. I mean, that's not the point here. But uh, it's it's just funny that you have all these nature shows, and it's like, uh-uh, these animals are going at it. And I think it's funny that humans have the jobs, veterinarians, they work with an animal researcher in their job. You ever seen Yellowstone? No. Okay, My sisters are all addicted. I've never seen it. There's an episode where there's a guy in there, he leaves Yellowstone, he goes to a different state. This girl goes and grabs this, and it's like this big funnel uh, made of leather, and literally it's, he had to jack off a horse to breed the horse. <laughs> she asked him how he goes, something in fact, I didn't think my day would be jacking off a horse. Wow. And there are people who, that's jobs they have in real life when it a comes horse to horse jacker off. Well, I imagine. It's like kind of like a fluffer on a porn. Bringing the fluffer. Yeah, yeah. A, a, a racehorse, I mean, that sperm has got to be worth a lot of money. There's a black market for it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely there is. Yeah, yeah it starts in Chatworth. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, but. I, I got a question to ask you on a serious note. You know, we always, in our society, men are looked at as predators. And many are. And behavior can be termed. What do you think about, the, there's a huge fluctuation of women predators lately. You know, with young boys, young girls. And it's interesting that you see that, I was talking with the therapist the other day, and the therapist said that, you know, she has a gentleman that uh, when he was younger, a teacher, the parents didn't think anything of it because he was a boy. And, they, and the father actually said to him, well, you know, it was that's every boy's fantasy. It's not every boy's fantasy to be uh, molested. No, no, and I've but, heard so what do you think about these? About what do you think about these predators that are women who don't get the same consequences as men? Why aren't they getting the same consequences? Because they're women. And society oh, looks at it completely different. I think they should absolutely. They should absolutely be Because it's trauma to a boy as well as it's trauma to a woman. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I know. Some of these daycare places, 
places I've heard horror stories about. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny how people are very trusting. I mean, I don't have children. If I ever did, it'd be a gift to God. But when you leave your child at a place where you don't do a checkup, like a gentleman I know at a restaurant, I go to his daughter's in a school, now preschool. And the only reason she's there is she's $1,000 cheaper than the other one. I said, well, you do realize then it's going to be difference and everything. Oh, she'll be fine. Never. And I said, did you do background check? I said, where is it? He goes, it's at a house. We know she has a license. I'm thinking, and you know, this is in and Corona. And his uncle Chester Molester living upstairs is... Well, it's in Corona, California. It's, I mean, the and they're different licenses or different ways. Uh, but it's just interesting that people don't equate when it comes to someone doing something wrong. It's kind of like I can go out in public and a woman can make a whistling sound or a hoot sound or slap right. my ass or right. something like that. Right. Um, and no one's going to say anything. Right. If you call the cops, what, what, what's the matter with you? I mean, but if I do that, I could lose everything I have. Right. And I think if it's a man because the that, man statistically is bigger and stronger but these are words these are words that oh, women come out no, i mean there are I women who are just as i don't believe in that i mean i was a scout leader and i made sure that i was never alone with somebody's child because i would never want somebody to say something i always had multiple kids and another adult and you know boy scouts or girl scouts girls girls and how'd that go for you it was actually a blast, and I'm still in touch with you know. I'll get you know. Can you give me a, a letter of recommendation? I mean, I'm still. That's in, cool. Yeah. The, the young ladies. Mm-hmm. So this isn't funny. People, don't, you look at scouts and every. <coughs> I don't know about Girl Scouts, but all that stuff has gone on with the the inappropriate sexual stuff in the Boy Scouts for years, mm-hmm. and because they never vented, you know, vented anybody mm-hmm. or correct term whatever vetted. It would vetted, you know, uh, but it's it's real. So how I do we stop? Fingerprints, I have my fingerprints, all that stuff done. For that? But it doesn't, I mean. I got know, mine too. It can still be a shkivatz. I mean. And a shkivatz is a what? Somebody is just icky. And Shkiv- that's in what a language? <laughs> New York. <laughs> oh, New York now has its own language. <laughs> yeah, it's a New York. We were just thing. talking about this earlier, Jai and I, about how the people make up the languages for movies. How fucking cool the is that? The first time I saw shkiv on TV, I almost fell over because I only heard it on the East Coast. I'd never seen it like on on film. Yeah. So it's it's not well, it's it's New York language. Yeah, like ooh, I skeeve that. Or the guy like if he's like a, you know, he's a shke- ooh, he's skeevy. No, ooh. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were talking about what was the show? The movie the James Camp uh, Avatar. Avatar. Avatar and Game of Thrones where people created those languages. And what were you talking about how the what say what you said about the vowels or that? um I think he just created the language, the way other languages are created, like Latin vows and things like that. It's just that. phenomenal. You think about that for a movie. Yeah. And now people yeah. actually use that right. in and real they, life they, at these comic cons. Yeah. Harry, Harry Potter, they, it wasn't a whole language, but a lot of words. Muggles, she, a lot of words she uses. Do you know that there's a place now downtown? It's called um, Film and Fork, Fork and Film, Film Fork, something. You have dinner on the rooftop, and the movie right now, it's um, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. They're all sold out, and they bring out food that goes with the movie. I want to go. So- they got to have Moonstruck. I'm going to fly my little sister out from the East Coast. I don't know. What food was in Moonstruck? Everything. Everything Italian. Everything. Well, you do realize this is not like they're reinventing something. They have those, what, those nights or those big uh, things out in Long Beach or someplace where you can... Go and watch them do the jousting and everything, and they serve you all oh, the no, food no, no. for but those days. Oh no, no, no! But this is this is so like it goes exactly with what they served in the meat. It's it looks beautiful, and you, wow. they'll give you like three things, and you pour this on that. And I mean, it's it's an experience. That is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Fork and, and film. Fork and film. Fork and film. Doesn't that look cool as shit? Yeah, I've seen it. So basically, you're watching the movie and the food that's being served in the movie. They serve you that food in real time as they're being. Wow, that is awesome. Can you imagine if you went to a porn and got that happening? I don't want that. I think that would be awesome. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm thinking Moonstruck, Willy Wonka, and you're like, what, tits on a plate? I don't know. Oh, we ain't going for the tits, huh? We're going for the... Oh, God, you're going for the... Who came up with words? I'm always wondering words. Who came up with the word penis and the word vagina? But think about it. When it turns to sex, I don't know, you as a woman, not many guys are going to go, gee, I can't wait to get some vagina. They use the slang oh, term, yeah. but it's just interesting who comes up to these. And especially when you're dealing with doctors and having a doctor use that word, fucking hilarious. They want nurses and nurses are the best. They'll say whatever the hell comes out of their mouth. Mm-hmm. But it's always interesting where people come up with words that we use. Mm. So if you can do the research for the next show, 
on uh, on who how they originated. Yeah, oh, where they shit. came. Well, you got all kinds of fucking other languages. And Jai, where does it come from? <laughs> well, the word penis is a f- came from the French, of course. And and the word vagina vagina <laughs> vagina is Latin. Latin? Yeah. Gotta love a Latin American. Well, right now... <laughs> Gotta um, love Latin. HBO Cinemax is now called Max, so everybody's saying, well, then Peacock ought to get on board. HBO Cinemax, mm. cut down to Max. Yeah. And so then, Peacock should cut down. Oh, cock. There you go. <laughs> I <laughs> want to make sure before I made myself look stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, here's another thing that you know I was curious about. We live in, like, hump, hump, what's his name? Trump. You obviously hate Trump. You have your reasons, you mean, for that. Why do you think hate in this country is so prevalent now and so accepted? Because we have fun on this show. We talk about things. And everything we're talking about goes back, like I said, in a circle earlier. Why do you think hate? Because what you guys were describing this place, Fork and Film, there are people who hate the idea. Mm. There are people. So what, what do you I think? I think more than hate him. I think he's such an embarrassment. And I, right off the bat, when he made fun of that reporter, to me, there was no turning back from that. To have that man as the most powerful person in our country, you just opened up bullying for everybody. I just, mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't even. Ah. Was this before him and? I think the guy from Entertainment Tonight or whatever used the word pussy, grabbing the woman's pussy, or is this I happening? don't remember, but yeah, grab him by the pussy. Yeah. I mean, ugh. So, well, it's, it's like we can hate what someone stands for. We can hate what someone does. But it's interesting when people say, I hated that person. Now, we, we all know, but let's put it this way. If the man hadn't been on Twitter, he'd still be our president. I truly believe that. If he would shut his mouth, that got him eliminated because there are people who love the guy, unfortunately. But hating someone, someone like that, because he's a public figure, we can all state. But in your personal life, is there anybody that you hate? Because you're a very good person, and you always say to me, oh, I want to look for the solutions, and I'm, we're opposite in a lot of ways because I have my vindictiveness, which I'm fine with. But is there anybody that you hate that you just wish the world would just collapse and they get sucked in all the way to Mordor? Thank I, you, Jack. I tried to get rid of the hate in my heart. Tried is a big word. And I work on that every day. And I just know that some people have not evolved. Some people are going to be who they are. I know I still have a lot of evolving to do. But I do I want to? No, but I wish them to go away. I wish certain people just to be out of my fucking ozone, you know, out of my yeah. atmosphere. I just don't <clears throat> need the energy. I walk away from people now. You know, as women were raised to be polite and whatever, Baby, if somebody sits down next to me at a thing and I don't like them, I get up and move. I think it's interesting you say that as women because you look at culture, you look at African-American women, you look at Hispanic women, you look at Italian women. All three of those groups of women look at things differently. They're not brought up to sit there and be quiet. No. They literally are not. They just, they aren't. You have the measly white people, you know, the ones born in certain areas around here even if you have them from a different country and you're white, it's a whole different way of looking at it. We were brought up in a country where everybody was beaten down for the color of your skin, the sex you had. I mean, mm-hmm. other countries, they're horrible, but those are other countries. We're not going to change there. Other countries are extremely liberal. Other countries think there's nothing wrong with anything. You know, the minute we tell somebody it's wrong and we're young and we're taught from a young age that it's wrong, how are you going to ever make those changes if you're around the same people? I don't know. That's the hard part. And that's... Predators have been inter- interviewed, serial killers, whatever. Okay. They can tell by the way somebody's walking if they're a victim, if they want to, you know, if that's the one they want to go for. Well, you, Because th- a lot of times it's, oh, no, oh, you know, to be polite and, you know, somebody asks you a question, you get a vibe on them, fucking walk away, shut your door, whatever, you know. Well, the sad thing is many people are lonely, many people want attention and they will accept attention to how negative it is. The thing that kills me is these fucking guys. And I say this before they do this love bombing, you know, they manipulate, they do this, they, that they like in my industry, I read so many, I'll call them assessments about clients. You know, all their horror stories, how pathetic would myself or somebody be as if you approach them and started nurturing them, knowing how bad things are, then you're manipulating, you're, you're doing all these things you should never do. And the invention, why I'm saying this, because we talk about going with uh, social media. So many people go on social media. You can learn everything you want about someone. And then you can go meet them. And they're going to be, oh, my God, you're my, 
my knight in shining armor. And I've come across so many men that do that. Right. The women right. I come across, they do it for financial differences. It's interesting. But then it's, it's still weird. Like I said last week, how many people get upset when they ask someone about a one-night stand? Mm-hmm. Do you remember your first one-night stand? No. No? No, there was a lot of drugs back then. A lot of really? booze, a lot of... Mine was a lot of cheesecake and fruit and pie, <laughs> all kinds of good shit. Well, listen, this has been a fun day today. Are we there? Oh, we're yeah. there. We're there. Yeah, we got wow. to see Sasquatch, which hopefully we'll make some money off of that. What the shit? <laughs> Thank God I got contacts in because my eyes will never be the same. Yes. <laughs> And where can we find you? You can find me on the TikTok always, the underscore mama underscore Tony. I believe from what I've been told, you can find me at the Dennis Henning. You can find me at uh, the Dennis Henning Podcast Universe on YouTube. You can find me at Wood Ranch in Irvine at 7 p.m. tonight. If you're lonely, I'll be there. There it is. And I'm sure there's others that Mark and Jai will tell me. (laughs) Thank you all. Please share this show with others. Let them know we exist. And just so you know, next episode, we're going to be giving you a way to contact us through text messaging, also Twitter, because we want to engage and hear what you have to say and ask us questions and we can expand. And Tony, that's going to be blanked out. (laughs) Anyhow, just want to let you know that. Thank you very much. Come again. Like they say, I won't go there.